of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 54, and tonight we are going to be reviewing the new Netflix movie, Malcolm and Marie, and apparently there's a such thing as an Epics original film, which is St. Maud. Yeah. So Brought to you by A24. If you want to watch St. Maud, guess what? You have to get Epics, yeah. which we discovered. Kind of bullshit. <laughs> I thought Doesn't was, work on your Xbox. I thought FYI. it was weird that you couldn't like even just go pay for it. Yeah, like, rent yeah it. Like, you couldn't rent it. Yeah, you had to. I thought get, that was so weird. Well, now I have two months of two months of epics. Hey, at least it's only a dollar a month. Yeah, ninety nine so. cents for the first two months. <laughs> yeah, each. Yeah, I gotta cancel that like probably right now. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it was. Uh, <laughs> so, that yeah. makes it worth it. Yeah, it was a dollar. Yeah, cheaper than renting it. So yeah, anybody looking to see Saint Maud at home. Get ready to sign up for Epics. <laughs> and do it through a Roku TV or Chromecast because it does not work through an Xbox. Yeah, I guess the app probably hasn't been it's released just Epics like app, widely. Not the now app. Yeah. I'm surprised though. Like, I, I mean, know. luckily I have my TV is a Roku TV, but right. I mm. guess if you're if you have an Xbox or that's the only thing, or you don't have a smart TV, or because some of the OS is like, they don't even, but they don't even have like their their app store at Epics now wouldn't be in there. No, it's yeah. just weird. Yeah, that's so. What the hell? A twenty four. Like, I, what, the other thing that's surprising too is that Epics had to have bought this or bid on it, like, which means that they went way above other people to get it. Which is weird. Which is, uh, yeah, it just seems like an A twenty four horror film would draw so many people. I guess that's why they wanted it. Yeah. But it seems like that's would have bumped the price up, and then ultimately Epics came out on top. I mean, this is all just. Speculation. I don't Speculation, know. I mean, exactly. <laughs> maybe A24 is just trying to get all over the place. They did Apple TV, right, with On the Rocks. Yeah, yeah. So maybe That's they just want to be Hedging everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. get, create that networking between a bunch of different networks. Well, anyway, that's what we're reviewing. It's been a while. It's been two weeks. Last week was the Super Bowl. So how was how was the Super Bowl? Did you guys watch it? I didn't, I didn't watch, watch a second of it. Yep, nothing. <laughs> Okay, well, I haven't watched. I watched it all. (laughs) And guess what? I predicted exactly who would win because that's yeah. You don't go against history, (laughs) but it was a very boring game. And the last like ten Super Bowls have been awful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just pretty boring to watch. So, I guess nothing too exciting there. No. And then today is Valentine's Day, so happy Valentine's. Wouldn't want to spend it any other way. We're all so Beer alone. and podcasting. <laughs> Which I mean, it's for the show. Forever alone. For the show. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's Day. Well, <laughs> I... Seamless segue. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Valentine's Day, I picked a beer that fit perfectly with the Valentine's Day theme because it has a heart on it. <laughs> it's a broken heart, but it's on there. And that is Bell's Cold Hearted. I play on their extremely popular two-hearted. two-hearted. And also they had black-hearted, not 
long mm-hmm. ago too. Yep. And I guess they're just doing a series of hearted now. <laughs> lighthearted. Lighthearted. Yeah, which lighthearted. Is yep. A waste Not of terrible, money. It's yeah. A waste of money though, yeah, because yeah. it's the same price as two hearted and half the ABV. Yeah, but it's for people that right, it's 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 locale. It's IPA. locale. That's yeah, it's so <laughs> right to us. I'm not drinking IPA care, for the calories. Yeah, Those like, are like blowing mm. up, like the um, the locale ones. The mm. lighthearted. What was the other one that we were drinking? Shit, I'll think of it. Keep going. Yeah, so I don't have this pulled up yet. If it talks, if it has a, oh, there is a description simple. here. Here's a beer for your ex's parents, the cold-hearted ones who never thought you were good enough, never gave you a chance, no matter how hard you tried. You were just born on the wrong side of the tracks. So good riddance. So a nice, happy beer. <laughs> Fits my emo soul. But I really do like the... emo hearted. Yeah. I do like the uh, artwork on this one. Very yeah. uh, macabre. Or what's the English way to say that? Macabre? M- macabre? I thought it was macabre. Okay. Macabre. <laughs> and... It is a Indian style pale lager. What's the ABV? Did it say? What did you say that? I did not Ooh, say that. Seven, seven percent. I'm digging it. I'm so excited for this. So this is a IPL, as opposed to an IPA, and that means it is takes longer to make, right? <laughs> yes. Because lager means to stay. If you to store <laughs> to store, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. And uh, what does that do to an IPA? Well, I, you're going to get hops for obviously a longer time and cooler conditions, but you're also going to add crisp, crispness, crispness um, that all you get from all your lagers. So it, so should, it should be, be easier. It should drink. be lighter. It should taste lighter. Yeah. It's the problem with lagers, and it's hard to do, is to get the same body because it's usually a lighter, like, thinner style of beer but you don't have any like particulates everything's crystal clear because it's sitting for so long all your sediment and waste goes to the bottom and you filter it out just basically it's essentially filtering it yeah ah interesting that would in pharmacy terms that's called a suspension yeah it's the same thing oh protein suspensions yeah that's why like uh your hazies are suspended wheat but then that would be not. That would be a solution, though, because it doesn't settle. Yes, it does. It does settle. A hazy, a hazy. Well, certain old nation. M forty three. I thought settles. that was just because of. No, uh, it's like else. wheat proteins and oats and suspension. Well, like I said, it is a suspension. <laughs> <laughs> but I am very much excited to try this and another bells. So, hey bells, founders hasn't called to us yet. So. You guys could be we're working. Like, yeah, we're <laughs> working on you guys now. <laughs> I know you're a hundred percent family owned. We're Michigan natives. You guys are family. We're family. This is a uh, family oriented well show. That's we right. own this show. <laughs> yeah, <family oriented. laughs> Come on, Randy. No, what's is it Randy Bell? <laughs> Something Larry. Bell. Larry. So, oh yeah, Larry's latest. <laughs> Randy know Bell. That. Well, lost Randy that Bell. sponsorship already. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Never getting that. So, hey, Larry, <laughs> like I knew, bud, left eye, Larry, feel free to send us your latest. Ding. <laughs> All, All right. right, let's drink this. Yeah, let's drink the beer. into it. Mm. 
nose is kind of weird. It's like, t- it smells like fruit. A it's, fruit? it's like a lager. Here it comes. <laughs> it smells like, it smells <laughs> like pineapple. Good catch. <laughs> no, Jacob, put your nose in that bitch and tell me it doesn't smell like pineapple. You know, like Ooh, the wait, syrup? Wait, wait, wait. The wait. like syrup behind, like when you, the like Oh my God, that's 100% pineapple. Yeah, <laughs> it really. I'll tell you what it actually smells like. No, it's pineapple. Like, one, yeah. It's when, that syrup that you, when you drink, when yeah. you eat pineapple out of a can. Yep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Hmm. Yum. That's delicious. Yeah. Mm. And I actually, for a moment in time, preferred IPLs over IPAs, but they're harder to find. So this is a great alternative to Two Hearted. Same ABV. And Tastes nothing like Two Hearted, though. No. <laughs> Well, I wonder why it's part of the Hearted series. Does is it? Are they you just using do they centennial? use like a base, a same base, or a same like? There must be some kind of similarity, yeah. right? Probably, maybe, yeah, same similar mashes. Hmm. Does have an, uh, not a bad aftertaste, but a uh, bready? Huh? It's almost like bread. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I get like, no. a, like up front. You can have it's, it's similar like, has that similar taste to an IPA. And then afterwards, it's when you burp pineapple. <laughs> Yum! Mm. I like it. It's good though. Yeah, and seven percent. Yeah. Happy Valentine's so Day. The like <laughs> with it being the same ABV, like don't you think it being a lager it has like less of a bit like a hoppy bitter, less hops and bitterness. I taste more. I think I don't it taste is more. Yeah, I but think it's pretty bitter. What is that IBU on this? Does it say? I don't think it's bitter at all. We have this brought up. Kyle, you haven't been right since COVID, so. <laughs> this shit's fucked. Your taste buds are off. No, I think it's very happy. No, I'm saying it's hoppy. I'm saying like, you know, know that barrier to Kyle. entry. You know that barrier happy. entry that we always talk about with IPAs and really hoppy beers. Like it feels like this is below that. Less, less than that. Hmm. Well, I think I disagree wrong. with you completely, but <laughs> you're saying that this if someone did not let's see, a beginner beer drinker, what do you think would be easier for them to enjoy this or two hearted? Two hearted. Two hearted. No way. Two hearted is I know so many people that got Emma, for instance, got into IPAs strictly because of two hearted. Same. I know more people. Casey Frederick got into IPAs from, from two hearted. It's Our a very sister. introductory IPA. Because it's malty, too. It's very malty. Yeah, it's not like a West Coast IPA. I don't know if I asked. If I put this side by side, like blind taste test, this is way more bitter. I will. More bitter. No I would probably say. Way. I actually would probably say I prefer this. Over yeah. I think too I'm hearted. Like, but that could be just because I've had too hard. You don't yeah, feel that bitterness on your tongue? Yeah. Like coated? Mm-hmm. No. Shit's fucked. The aftertaste is bitter, like is more bitter. Yeah, it hits the back of your tongue hard. Just but like it's just sitting right now, it's like my tongue is bitter. Yeah. Like it tastes like that PC Yeah, PCT. Yeah, not PCP. It's like PCP <laughs> joint. It's like PCP, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the PCT paper. Wow. Like your first the first wave is not, and then the aftertaste is more bitter. I agree with you, but I'm saying like I think too hard it just is would be 
I love Two Hearted, but this is more my style. Yeah. Yeah, for you, I'm just saying. Aggressive like, bitterness. People that are not into IPAs could maybe drink this. That. No way. As soon as they get that aftertaste, they're turned off instantly. Yeah, this is yeah the really aftertaste better. is. Like, they're going to take that sip and be bad. like. No. It would come after that. We're going to have to do that. Yeah. But we're going to find someone to sure. taste this. We need to save one Eric. of them. He likes IPAs. Oh, I don't no, he doesn't. I don't think so. Trevor doesn't. Trevor doesn't. There you go. Which, shout out to Trevor. He was the one who got this for me. So he picked this up for me. Thank you, Trevor. Friend of the uh, show. Bottled 11 (laughs) days ago. Recommended multiple (laughs) movies. Well, we can uh, save it for the the new YouTube whenever that happens. (laughs) All right. It's good. (laughs) Can't stop burping. What is wrong with this beer? I'm just kidding. Okay. We're going to start with Malcolm and Marie. Guess that ties in to our beer also, which you didn't say, Jacob. What? Well, you said that it tied in because of Valentine's Day, but we, yeah, we bought it. It does tie into the, the, the movie, too. The movie. That's so. exactly what I planned for this beer that somebody else got for me today. <laughs> Malcolm and Marie is written and directed by Sam Levinson, and it stars John David Washington and Zendaya or Zendaya. What, how do you guys say Zendaya. it? Zendaya is how I say it. Zendaya. <laughs> I'm, sure? like, I'm like, how does she say it? Though. That's what I was wondering. I'm like a million percent sure it's Zendaya. You want to make a bet? Yes. All right. Well, you guys take a bet. Uh, I'm going to read the plot synopsis here. Beer. A director and his girlfriend's relationship is tested after they return home from his movie premiere and await critics' responses. Well, let's take a listen to a clip. Is that what this is? What? Is what you're threatening. If I don't apologize, I'm going to lose you. I'm not looking for an apology, Malcolm. Well, what do you want, a screenplay credit? Don't be cruel. No, I'm serious. I know we talk for hours and hours about work. Is it so much of a fucking nuisance that you like compensation? I had a draft of this script before you ever came into my life. It's not about credit, Malcolm. I don't want fucking credit. Well, what is it, Marie? What do you want? What did you guys think of Malcolm and Marie? Yeah. So, I'll get it off first. It was shot really nicely. There was a lot of cool angles I loved, especially which kind of was overused in the end to me. But that scene with the window with the bed and they're like out through the window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like that shot. I love that shot. Yeah. And there was a lot of shots I liked. I mean, I don't really have anything negative to say about that at all. Um, the, do. You do? <laughs> I want to hear. I like just one thing. Just one I mean, thing. I liked the black and white. I mean. I don't know if it really added, added. to it. Exactly. <laughs> in this case, like I was trying to like see if it really did, but I don't know if I can see this in color, really. I don't know. It fits. I definitely could. Yeah. I felt like it fit, but I, it wasn't like other movies where I felt like it added something to it yeah. necessarily, maybe for others, but not necessarily. I feel like it was more like black and white looks good. Let's yeah. use that. Yeah. Um, Acting, I thought was good. Like there was a lot of emotion, but I will say I did not necessarily feel the chemistry between them. I don't know what it was, but I just did not necessarily feel it. I know there was like the fighting and stuff, (laughs) which obviously shows, you know, tension between them, but I didn't necessarily feel Maybe it just didn't give enough build up to all of the just emotion that was you basically from the beginning of this movie. And 
it was it felt like a play to me. Mm-hmm. It was another one of those where like it was written in a way that nobody talks like that. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, it was smartly written. Like I thought it was well written, and I really liked that interaction between them and the words that they said. But nobody talks like that <laughs> in yeah. real life. It was like it was written like a book, not well, like a movie. Yeah, it felt like over the top. But it wasn't that it really hurt it for me. It just didn't feel realistic. Whereas does that the not fight, hurt it though? What does that not hurt it? Not for me necessarily. I mean, it just it hurt the realism because I felt that's what I'm saying. It the was ups and downs of it felt real to me. I liked that the push and pull, like how one moment you can go like in a relationship, you can get in that big fight, and then it just calms, ebbs and flows to like these crescendos of yeah. like emotion. But it dragged for me too. Because it that's all it was. It, like, it was a very contained story, right? It was all within this one area, like, just in the home. And what started it all was outside of the home. And that you just know that because of them referencing it. But the entire thing was self-contained within the home, really, other than a couple of outside scenes, right? And so it kind of dragged after a bit for me because it, I got what it was going to do, and it never really did more than what it did. Whereas, like, I want to compare this like a marriage story, which that one felt like a real relationship. It wasn't like overwritten in the way, like when they talked. No, it they, felt real. Yeah, they like messed yeah. up, and it, but it was like believable. Yeah, like it was everything relatable. was super relatable. I felt it. The flow was good. Everything felt realistic. There wasn't like a side of who's right or who's wrong. Which I won't say that I really felt that here even. Like, I don't feel like either person was right or wrong. And they all explained their reasoning behind their thought process well. And that was interesting. But it just didn't feel real. Like, a marriage story felt real and relatable. This, I don't talk like that when I'm in a fight. Even, I feel like I'm very reserved or, you know, not, I don't blow up too much. And I like to try and think things logically through. But I don't talk like that i guess maybe some people do but that just it made it more of like i was watching a performance versus like relating to what was happening but i did enjoy it overall i thought it was well done it just i thought i would like it more than i did in the end yeah i uh i i liked it it's a it's a slightly above average movie um I think acting wise, obviously, is really <laughs> great. At, for the most part, even you know above average, um, <clears throat> the shot shot really well. But I just I was struggling to try and find what the what the reason of making this movie is. Did this movie need to be made? That's Did it like say anything? Like Did it point, do anything yeah. for you? <laughs> no, it's a. If you think about it, if I didn't watch this movie. And I watched this movie. It has no difference. It's a it's fringe, pointless movie that didn't really do anything for me. Was it? Was it trying to describe the ebbs and flows of a relationship? Which obviously the arguments that would be more realistic are like microcosms throughout the relationship. Versus this was over the top, repeated like in one in a matter of hours. I'm assuming. Yeah, they it seemed like this all fights. happened 
Like and then they're happy, time. you know, they're happy and then they're sad and they're happy, mad, happy, sad, happy, mad, happy. And I was just like, it was just too often. Yeah. Like it and did it, was, it too many times. Right? Yeah. This was, yeah. this is a short move. This is like a short story, like 50 minute movie extended for an extra hour. And like just the relatability, like you were saying, it didn't, it, I just didn't feel like I cared about either of these characters and they made it almost seem like you shouldn't care about them. <laughs> I don't know if it was going for like a Bonnie and Clyde type, like we're badasses, we love each other, but we also hate each other, and like we're not supposed to be together. But <laughs> like I, I just didn't get what it was trying to show. And was this movie, like I said, was it more of like trying to describe the relationship, or was it more of this director attacking film or attacking like? Like being pretentious about the f- the the movie, like well, I industry, like because I, I felt like he was like, yeah, like there was a lot of points where there was like interjections of like, I don't know, like pretend pretension amongst the critiquing film. criticism, yeah, and it was just felt like is this like, is he trying to make a statement on the industry is or is this movie about? The relationship between Malcolm yeah. and Marie. Well, they actually like mentioned that though, right? He said that why does everything have to be thought of as political, <laughs> or something like that. Like I don't think it. Yeah, was, but then you make a movie that, <laughs> like, well, that's could what you're saying. Like political. you, even the movie he made before, it was thought of as political, like the movie that he made in the movie, <laughs> but it was not meant to be. He's like, why is it? It's like, no, no, it just is what it is that's happening. And it's not political. Why does everything have to be made political? So, like, I think that was, like, being self-aware that it's not a movie trying to show all that. It's a movie about the relationship between them. And that just happens to be a part of that. Well, that didn't... He did a very, very bad job at portraying that, if that was the case. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I did not get that vibe whatsoever. I did not think it was felt, like, self-aware. And it just... I don't know. It felt like an like if you if it wasn't shot as well as it was and acted as well as it was, this movie's not good in the slightest. Really? You take the bare bones of this movie. What is it? <laughs> Two people arguing after a after an award ceremony. Right, but I mean, it was like <laughs> like I think I was okay with what the they were talking about. It was just how they were talking about it, like. I liked it was a, just a character driven story. Right. So it doesn't necessarily the story is just about them and their evolution throughout it. What evolution? Well, I mean, the end. Where did they end? Well, you get where they you started. Get the, you get the you get most a, a broader picture of the relationship from start to finish just through their conversation yeah. in one night. But who is to say that's not going to happen again? You don't know. I yeah, mean, they, know. it probably they will. It. That's how relationships <laughs> happen sometimes. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was okay. Um, I, my, I have the same problem. My biggest problem is the runtime. It's There's no substance here to justify over 90 minutes. Could have been 80. It would have been fine. But it was, what, one... Almost, almost 50, yeah, yeah. pushing two hours, like way too long. And it is just a self-contained 
story in one house and it's all conversational. Oh, you need a bottle of Might help. Or a lighter. But. So yeah, that's that was like my biggest problem with it. And the other thing is exactly what you were talking about before is what is the subject matter? Right? I like the relationship stuff and I think it's, I liked how they went from, like I said, showing every step in their relationship and you learn more and more about, you know, you just think they're two mildly rich, successful people in the, in the beginning. And then you come to find out, oh, she was actually a druggie. She's an addict, all this stuff. And they, this is where they're at now. And, uh, how has that affected their relationship? And, you know, they dig up stuff from the past because they use that to attack each other. So by digging up the stuff, that's kind of how you get exposition, but it doesn't come across as exposition. You know, they're actually just using it as, um, as weapons in there, you know, for the, for attacking each other. And so I like that stuff. And I think that's, it's, it's interesting how they, you know, I think that could have been the most interesting part is how this relationship evolves or, or what someone, uh, from his position, like, you know, he was, uh, he came from a wealthy background. He kind of just landed in this, the movie industry and never really had to work for it. Whereas she was like a druggie and, you know, just how that, how someone (laughs) kind of that you would view as like a savior to the other person, like how that would affect their relationship and stuff. And that stuff is interesting. Yeah. It's the film like criticism stuff where I don't, I I guess it doesn't sound like Jacob knows this, but the part where you're saying that the whole not political thing isn't referencing like his own movie within the movie, the movie that Malcolm made, it's all like Sam Levinson wanting to shove that in as like a jab back at film critics because the movie that he made before assassination nation, which I have not seen, I will say up front, but that was a movie that was overly politicized by critics. They put a political spin on it and it kind of got shat on by movie critics. And it sounds like what he, what his uh, intent was with that movie was to just have it be, you know, a dumb action movie or whatever. But there was this political spin put on it and the, he even references in the movie Malcolm, a critic at the L.A. Times, and that was someone who was very oh, overly, really? overly critical of his movie Assassination Nation. So uh, it's so like it's just but gross. They like the movie, in the yeah exactly yeah. yeah that I don't know what he's trying to say with that. Again, I I haven't read hit the L.A. Times review of Assassination Nation. I don't know that whole backstory, but it's just oh. gross that he's putting that, that stuff okay, from that his real life into the movie. Me, yeah. yeah. Isn't See, that? I didn't know that. Yeah, so not yeah. knowing that would help you, but now yeah. you know that. So. That does hurt it for me a lot. I yeah. thought it was trying to be self-aware. No, I, didn't. I that's why I was saying I did not get the self-awareness like of... Well, I thought it was just a take on like, I mean... Us as critics, we always we're pulling our own perspective from the movie, okay, right? Okay, so because we don't know what a lot of times what the director even means with the movie, we're just trying to compartmentalize that mm-hmm. from a bunch of images and writing, right? Like we have no idea. So, we're watching these on a fresh yeah. take. Like we have no idea yeah. when we talk. A lot of times, it's before like reviews are out or something. You but know? you can watch, you know, anything or art. I mean, we talk about this all the yeah. time. Watching it it's and getting subjective. your own interpretation. Yeah. You could love this movie for being, you know, you could give a movie five stars and it just connects with you and you see something that everybody else doesn't see. Doesn't mean you doesn't mean you're wrong. Yeah. And yeah. So that's what I thought it was doing. But if it's just like literally he's like, I'm going to shit on the L.A. Times because they talked bad about me because they didn't get my movie. 
That's pretentious. No, yeah, that's arrogant. So there's a lot more to that. So the LA Times, there, the headline for the movie mentions an exploitative horror. And in the movie, John David Washington says, why do, they, why do they use that word horror? They like using that word horror when they like are describing something. And he said that was the headline of LA Times for his movie mm-hmm. in this movie. Imani. Also, they're saying that there was a feminist commentary, which Zendaya, Zendaya in this movie says, yeah. what if you had more of a feminine touch on this movie? Yeah. So... So, so like basically this whole movie was just so him writing against the LA Times. Then. <laughs> right, know. which is weird. I mean, that's it's what... It's fucking weird. That's that weird, is weird to also yeah. to look to think of it like that because he's writing... He wrote this movie and directed it. He wrote that movie and directed it. Except in this movie, I mean, it's nice to have, obviously, uh, you know, two uh, people of color leads and them being the only stars. But Sam Levinson is a white guy. Yeah. You know, just like a... A, it's weird to have him write that like as himself when he, that's not Well, him. I mean, <laughs> it talks about that in it, right? It's like you write movie based on your experience or and everything too, right? And yeah, then yeah. he didn't though. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a it was a female that wrote it too. And he said his name was Karen and her name and this is Katie that wrote mm. the original one. Yeah, pretty close. Well, uh, yeah, at first, when he said that, I thought he was just like pulling a random name, and I thought it was so gross that he chose Karen, Karen because of yeah. the meme that's Karen. going on now. And I was like, "Oh, this is like gonna date. This is gonna age itself really badly." Well, I mean, but in the future, they'll just be like, "Oh, Karen's a name." Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But the other thing too, which is basically uh, to go off of what you said, Jacob, the how it doesn't feel real what they're saying, the conversation, like. A, a completely dialogue driven movie should feel like real, you know, like, yeah, think of like Tarantino's writing or I don't know, um, like Woody Allen's writing, like that stuff, just the, all those conversations, like there's movies like where the dialogue is just so seamless and like, it just feels like a real conversation. This felt so overwritten and like everything was like, felt like a play stepped out. Like, yeah, yeah it, it felt like another play. Yeah, exactly. I, I hated that. And which sucks because I like some of what they're saying. It's just basically how it's delivered and how it's happens in the movie. Like what also what Josh was saying, where it goes, it happens too many times where they, they fight really hard and then they'll make up and then they'll go back at it again. And they'll like huge swings and tone that just, you know, that's how that can happen in one night. You know, you can fight and then you'll make up and then, but there's something still eating at you. So you go back at it and you know, that's, it's somewhat realistic, but just how it gets to each yeah. fight and like what happens to bring it up or something. It just felt inorganic. It didn't yeah. feel real. Again, I mean, going back to how real it feels. I felt like it happened just a few, like maybe a couple too many times. Right. Yeah. That's why it felt long for me too. Like the, I like the end. And I like the beginning, but I felt like the middle was long. It yeah. just dragged. Yeah. And it was because they just went too many times into it. And I'm just like, you could have cut a couple of those out. Yeah. And it would have been a more like tight and focused movie. Cut everything with the film criticism out. Yeah. Just like have you it literally could have cut the relationship. That out. Yeah. Like the whole part where he's like, tighter and oh, that's out. Nobody told me. Like, you yeah. Literally just cut that out. Yes, exactly. Yeah. All of that can go. <laughs> yeah. And Focus on it, the relationship. That's what's most interesting. That's the only that's the only good dialogue in the movie anyway. Like, yeah. Cut all that other bullshit, meta bullshit out. And it's like, 
already a better movie. Right. But I, I and the other thing, <laughs> the last thing for general thoughts, the shots, it, it, there was some really good shots and stuff. And then he said, um, or shots that I didn't like the, sh- the macaroni making scene or whatever, where it's like, you know, all tight in there. And then the sounds amped up with like, mixing oh, in that like with your head. <laughs> no, it just was like, try it just felt so try hard like oh yeah. we're gonna have like this scene of you know making mac and cheese and it's gonna it's very so indie. good and yeah it just felt again we've already thrown around the word pretentious which kind of don't like to do with movies and stuff because you never know what their intent is but this feels like it was trying to be pretentious but never was never deserving of it or never like reaches any kind of level i don't know i guess that's the biggest thing it just felt inorganic like everything was forced a lot yeah yeah well that does it for general thoughts i mean there's there's not, not really, really anything spoilers. to spoil because you just have to talk about literally the whole movie yeah the plot like the plot is just them arguing and like i mean we could st- discuss the ending like what did you think of the ending where they end up like there's been a lot of criticism saying like that it should have ended in a certain way and it didn't so I was going to talk about the ending and it's not, I don't I mean, know I if have I, my it's a follow, it it's was, the same but train, but I thought it should have ended about two minutes so, sooner. I didn't need the wake up scene. I didn't need her standing outside by the cliff. I would have loved it to say him say, I'm sorry. Thank you. And the hurt. Oh, you're welcome. And end the movie. Mm-hmm. I would have loved that ending because she just goes, you're welcome. And you don't know if she's mad. You don't know if she's happy. It just seems like another night. And if she would have said, you're welcome, it would have just felt like another night. But him waking up, not knowing where she was, it just made it feel like it was like, I don't I, I, I don't know if it was meant to like make it seem in, in a better way or a worse way. I but think I, it was meant to be ambiguous. But it could have been ambiguous had they just said, he said, I'm sorry, thank you. And she said, you're welcome, turn off the light, end of movie, credits. Yeah. I would have loved that. I was like, yeah, it would have been I better. did it, I, I was like... And then they show another scene like, damn, (laughs) like I just didn't I did not need that last two, two minutes. I mean, I don't think I was mad at the last two minutes. I was it needed. I didn't necessarily. I don't exactly know what I felt. I don't think. What do you mean? Like the cliff? You think she was going to like try and. No, I just don't. I don't think there was necessary. Like, what was it? I didn't even know if it was to be fair. Well, you just couldn't see. You saw a line. You could see over. I just thought. I mean, yeah, you can like end it, but it doesn't mean just because you said that, like the fight's over, like you're not thinking about it. Maybe she didn't sleep all night. Maybe she was, it was still really affected her because she talked about how she finds him like disgusting now because of everything. So I just thought it showed kind of the ending of how sometimes fights can be. It's like, despite that, everything that night ended up, they're really still there for each other and they're just standing together. And that's how it ended. Like, Despite everything that happened, I mean, they both went through shit as you learned about their past and everything like, yeah, they they went through a lot together. So despite even though that was a lot that happened, right, they're still standing next to each other in the end. And yeah, so but that's less ambiguous. That's kind of saying that that they are going to, you know stay together or be there for each other or whatever. But, but I don't know because like they weren't it wasn't like they were necessarily holding hands or they like they didn't yeah. grab hands they didn't hug they didn't put their arm around each other which would have shown like oh yeah we're still together it just showed 
they're standing next to each other. So that left it for me like the question, okay, like they're still standing there with each other, but maybe not necessarily like they can get past that as a couple, but they're still there for each other. Cause if it would have, it would have been cheesy to me if he's like, they just start holding hands at the end. I'm like, Oh, so everything's fine now. Like, or equally as bad. The ending that I'm referring to that yeah. everybody is saying is that they think that Zendaya should have like ended it things with him. Cause there's a lot of views that like, there's a lot of people saying that he's like, you know, toxic and, and gaslighting her and stuff like that. And see, I that, just feel like that was part I of the, I feel like that could be, I didn't feel strongly for either person. I mean, I didn't I either. Know, That's what I think is the like, best part about yeah. like you, you could side with either one, like both do shitty I, things. And I kind of like how he stood up for himself because a lot of people wouldn't like, he's like, no, no, no. Like, cause she may not know everything that he did for her during that time. I mean, that's a difficult, he talked about it. Yeah. Most people wouldn't talk about this. This isn't my view. There. I'm saying like, yeah, yeah, view yeah. That's out there. I'm just talking to those people. Well, yeah, no, like culturally, like think yeah. about where we're at. Like, I mean, it is important. It's so important to, uh, you know, listen to women, believe them when they have, you know, have accusations, things like that. All, you know, the me too movement, all that stuff is important, but like we're getting to a point now where if, if he said anything, he would be looked at negatively when it's like, no, they're pretty much even as far as shittiness goes. Yeah. But culturally, like, you know, people will see that and be like, Oh no, he is in the wrong. When it's yeah. like, you got to look at, still have to look at everything, you know, evenly. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He didn't, you know, the whole thing was that he didn't thank her. And like, right, that right. is kind of a shitty thing to do. But at the same time, he did not mean to do it. I mean, like it, it I mean, you don't know. Right. But every, no, but you, have you to could never got, that. You never got just, the feeling that he did it. Intentionally. You kind of learn. It's that, just the kickoff to everything. Yeah. You kind of learn to be that, some inciting incident. Right. You kind of learn that everything that he went through for her. Right. Like that time wouldn't been easy for him. And he literally said, like, he's like, why would I stay with you? Right. And that's what his point is. Right. He can. He's a successful, famous director. He doesn't have to stay with anyone, but there's something about her that he likes that makes it different. Right. He's like, but I love you. Right. And that's why I'm staying. It's not because I need to. It's not because of any reason. I have no reason to be with you. I can be with anyone. But I want to be with you. Like, it's different, right? Right, yeah. It's, and like, that's why I didn't think, yeah, he does come across as arrogant and stuff too. But I mean, it's, <laughs> I still felt like he cared because he wouldn't have to, right? I mean, I don't know. I didn't feel like either person was necessarily bad. And that's why I liked the ending the way it was because it was ambiguous onto what, the future would hold, but they've at the same time, they've been through a lot already together. Maybe they don't, maybe they break up, but I feel like, I don't know. It left it ambiguous to me. Like there was more open and I felt it would have been cheesy in another way if they did it that way. Mm, right. Yeah. Anything else to say? No, no, not really. It's worth, I think it's worth a watch. Oh, it is a little long. Um, it's hard to recommend yeah. though. It is hard to recommend. Absolutely. Yeah. There's probably a lot of other movies that have done it better. I just like I was going to say them. like you were talking about I mean yeah, you, Marriage Story. We just talked marriage about Marriage Story is Well, I know, but perfect. we just talked about the other day which I don't know if this is similar enough, but uh, a black and white two actor movie of Blue Jay that was Oh yeah. Mhm. That we just talked about and like I don't know if obviously I don't, I've never seen it, but um 
I don't know how extreme it is, but it's a relationship film, black and white. That's two people, you know, going through the trials and tribulations of a relationship. I like Blue Jay a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, ratings out of five. Give it a three point five. I gave it a three. Whoa. I gave it a two point five. I was borderline mm. two point five. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. All right. If the acting in the shot, it wasn't shot as well as it was. Well, no, I just had, I just came to accept the fact that it was more play-like and then that helped it for me. Like instead of trying to say it was trying to be real and then that really helped it a lot for me. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Like I think just the main thing with these completely conversationally dialogue driven movies is like, if that isn't engaging, then what are you left with? You know, like yeah, yeah, the cinematography can hold you through somewhat, but I don't know that, that also like, wasn't like a point where it's so interesting where it's like, you can just get off on the visuals. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Let's talk, uh, St. Maud. So St. Maud is written and directed by Rose Glass, her first, uh, picture actually. And it stars Morphid Clark, uh, Jennifer Eel, I want to say, and Lily Frazier. Plot synopsis reads, follows a pious nurse who becomes dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying patient. Let's take a listen to a clip. You know she went sneaking behind my back to try to scare Carol away. <laughs> to save my soul, if I understand correctly. <laughs> Excuse me. Don't run away. I'm talking to you. Maud is my savior, you see. She's been looking out for me in more ways than one. But you got a little carried away, didn't you? So what is it? Am I indecent? No, you're lost. All right, what did you guys think of St. Maud? I liked it a lot. Actually, quite a bit. I went. <laughs> it's so I wore my A twenty four shirt today. Yeah, I was gonna say Jacob's dressed and ready for this episode. What are you looking at? I was re- so I am a little disappointed in the fact that it isn't as good as I was hoping it would be, but it still is good, really good. I still liked it a lot, and I also was surprised by the fact that I would say it's less horror and almost more of a drama movie with horror in parts, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of liked what how there isn't drama. Well, no, it's just I didn't feel like horror for most of this to me. It's slow burn horror because there's supposed to be like a climax and payoff, yeah. Yeah. And it definitely did. I liked I loved how this one was shot. I really liked the how this was shot. So many interesting yeah, scenes in it. And the acting, none of these people I knew of. No. Yeah. Yeah, the 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 cancer patient. You didn't recognize her? No. J- Jennifer Jessica Ely or Yeah. Where's she from? Uh she's from uh, she's from these giant things such as i can't name a single thing zero dark I like i you can rec- yeah zero dark 30 yeah there i can I, I in this picture like her picture of of she looks way different in the movie because yeah. she's f- has cancer right so yeah 
I do Lux, Lux, her, I guess. Great movie. Although I, I, nobody else has seen that. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Detroit. If you've seen that. Didn't see I that. Oh, God. So. Watch more movies, Jacob. Um, I watched over 100 movies released last year. So. Well, I don't know. What Did you watch The year. Wolf Hour that she was in? <laughs> yeah. So sorry about that one star that's in this movie. <laughs> well, but you said like, I think what didn't you say? I didn't know anyone. You you I didn't, didn't recognize, recognize okay. anyone. Yeah. Okay. I didn't that's say fair. I didn't. No, that they weren't. You didn't say that they were. Yeah, lesser actor. Yeah, no, no names. I, mean, I just didn't recognize anyone. Right. Everyone but one. Yeah, no names. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So they There's really only. And I thought they did well. I thought everyone involved did well. I it looked great. Uh, the the ending I loved. I yeah I don't have too many big complaints about the movie other than it was a little bit. I mean, it was a slow burn, but it doesn't necessarily hurt it that much. I just kind of wish the horror was a little bit more. I wanted more horror in this. I'm okay with slow burn, but it felt, for me, more of a drama than a horror. And when it did finally kick in, yeah, that was that. I loved those scenes. And I'm still <clears throat> trying to figure out exactly what the full symbolism of everything was. I feel like really? I'm missing out. It's yeah. pretty easy. I thought it was so simple. It, I that's what I'm saying on a first glance, but yeah. I feel like there's probably more that there's got to be, right? I don't know, maybe not. Mm, maybe, not, uh, yeah, yeah. We can get into it. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have too much more to say about general impressions, right? That. Yeah, because this is pretty spoiler. This has some spoiler. Yeah, we will get into spoilers. Um, so, but general impressions. Yeah, I really like this movie a lot too. Um, it could um, potentially, I think, could actually go up on a rewatch. Um, I just like the way that it balanced between religion and like being like secular and religion. And it really like kept itself grounded every time it every time this movie felt like it was diving into like a religious kind of movie. Something happened that was kind of grounded it. Yeah. So it was it was like this it back didn't and make forth it like between, supernatural it like right. let you know that this was like more of a psychological You've got yeah you've gotten movies like yeah. Exorcism Rosemary's Baby that was like full blown demon took over yeah this happened but this kind of her demon is actually like her past and like her fighting religion is like you know like her religious part so it's like her possession of sorts isn't necessarily a demon, but past demons. Right. And I really, I really liked that, how that was um, intertwined because it wasn't your traditional possession exorcism movie. So yeah, yeah it was, it was very, I think it was definitely a psychological horror, not thriller, but psychological horror, but definitely drama elements. I don't have a lot bad to say. It's just, I just felt like the middle part kind of. Not dragged. even that. It was just like you know um, overall, like why wasn't this a five star? Because I liked it. It was just there was something about it that just kept it from hitting that next level for me. Yeah, and it could have been because it was her first movie, and there's something that there could have been added or something, maybe a little bit more horror elements to it would have made it yeah. give that. A I don't know. Extra I also bump. felt some parts were kind of funny. But 
just like awkwardly mm-hmm. funny. I don't know if that was intentional, but I, it uh, felt it, intentional. I think it was. It felt intentional. It was. It was intentional. Yeah. yeah, like the part with the friend. Yeah, yeah. I felt like those were meant to be almost funny, but maybe not. Then it would be worse. But it felt intentional to me. Yeah, I liked it a little bit. Um, my main problem with the movie is that I think everything just feels. It, it feels like a Frankenstein's monster. It doesn't really feel original or anything. And it just feels like it's everything has been lifted. Like some of the imagery, um, just what it's trying to say, like even the score just felt like lifted from another movie and the score definitely placed was. into this. <laughs> like it was, yeah, totally unoriginal. And I think that's just pretty much most of it. And like you said, I don't really think there's much deeper to get from it. I think it is pretty simple. Just like, you know, taking, making the connection between religion and psychological, whether it's stress or sanity or whatever you want to say. Although the one thing that you were saying, which we'll have to get into Josh is I don't think it's, I I feel like it's the opposite of what you were saying. Like her, her quote unquote possession, like what it actually is. I feel like it was opposite, but We'll get into that after general impressions. It's not. Ooh, it's gonna be a fight. <laughs> I I um I did like quite a bit. You know, so there were some interesting shots and stuff, but nothing like all of the imagery and stuff just felt like I'm really not gonna remember much in you know a week's time. Like think about like the best a twenty a twenty four horror movies that we've seen: Suspiria, The Lighthouse, Midsummer, um, The Witch. All of those have like amazing standout sequences or imagery in them that like this, I just don't feel like has any of that. There was like some, the end was kind of interesting, but it felt like it was also going for that ending. Like, oh, we're going to have an ending like The Witch. We're going to have an ending like Midsummer. It's not, <laughs> or it felt like it was trying to go for that, like, and just didn't, I guess because of, it didn't have much, the build up to that wasn't as, as, um, Right. Rewarding. Well, I like I agree that that's why I think that's part of the reason why I ended where I did. Like while none of them were like necessarily stand out. I mean, there I think parts were. But while the whole thing wasn't necessarily like a standout, like, oh, memorable. This is like cutting edge, new, like interesting. I think it was all shot very well, even if it wasn't yeah. necessarily groundbreaking. It was it looked great. That's where that's what hurt it a little bit for me was just the fact. Yeah, it wasn't maybe necessarily completely original, but it looked really good. Yeah, it did. Um, I guess I can agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it also felt like it was kind of split into two parts. Like the if you look at the timestamps right as soon as she leaves as soon as the one, the incident happens, like, and she leaves that, that her job basically is, that's like exactly halfway. And then it goes into that. And I thought the second half was a little bit more interesting. Just like it's especially performance wise, like the subtleties that she is able to include in the like second her, half when she's like really losing it Yeah, is, is just a lot better. So it just makes for a more interesting watch, I guess. I like it's probably why I liked it the second half quite a bit more, but the first half is, necessary for sure because it sets it up for that part yeah like because the first 
I mean, it feels like almost like a typical horror. Mm. And then it like changes into something different and then changes back a little bit. Yeah. I just, the things with the setup, like the moments that, you know, those moments where it feels like, oh, it's about to get supernatural or you think you're seeing something supernatural. It's like when you look at what it's actually saying or what it's going for, that stuff doesn't seem, that stuff almost seems like inconsequential. Like I get it, but rewatching it, I definitely don't think it's going to do anything more, especially if there's not more to get from it. If there's no other explanation, then I, I think it's, yeah, it's not going up for sure. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could watch it again, but I also don't. I could only watch it because it's so short. Yeah, I don't feel right (laughs) now that there is more I can get from it, but I do feel like I could watch it again. And that's something. Yeah, I like like I said, I wouldn't I wouldn't choose to watch it again and it wouldn't be anytime soon. It would only happen because it's so short. And like if I was showing it to somebody else or they wanted to watch it. This is a movie I could show like, oh, you like horror? Well, here's an elevated horror movie. Yeah. Yeah, elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's about it for general thoughts. Let's let's get into it because, uh, yeah, we're dancing around some some plot aspects that we just want to say and and discuss further. So spoilers for, uh, spoilers for Saint Maud starting right now. So do you want to do you want to say what your interpretation was and then we can discuss? Well, I kind of want to see what you guys have right here because <laughs> you guys are. Both said you're on completely opposite spectrums of this. No, just what the pose- what the quote unquote possession was like. Okay, I, think I it's don't pretty- think she was actually. Obviously, no, no, she not. was not actually possessed. Yeah. No, that's not. Yeah, we're we're both literal. We're both yeah. saying it literally isn't literal. Um, but the main thing, the main element that I think is obvious is just that this is all like in her head, right? She's not. None of this is actually happening, and she's for whatever reason, psychologically broken. And she is, you know, imagining like these feelings that she gets and stuff is just all psychological, like with yeah. God and stuff. And then obviously it's very obvious at the end when she thinks that she's, you know, illuminated or go or literally has wings of an angel and going into heaven, but she's just literally being burned alive. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> so that, you know, that makes it obvious that the whole movie is like that. And just that, I mean, I felt like it was obvious before that, though. Yeah, but so, okay. For, first things first, the what Josh was saying that like she that like her her demons are like is like her past. I feel like she's the most normal when she's, uh, you know, she's going out drinking and stuff like that. And then when she's when she goes full religion and she's like a strict follower, that's when she's like really really mentally broken. So like, I feels like her. Her possession is that of religion, especially Christianity, to a point where she is so fucked up that... I mean, to be fair, that is like a thing in a lot of religious people. They're well, that's born what I, again. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's right? what I think the movie is saying is like it's critiquing religion. Yeah. Is that like, what's the difference between being crazy and being religious? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> but no, it's like, yeah, it's the being born again, right? Right. It's like you think that everything you did was bad and that religion is the answer, right? And that is what drives a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people I know, like something traumatic happens and then they dive headfirst in religion and they're like, she started questioning why she wasn't 
getting the benefits of being religious, even though she's giving it all for religion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially it's interesting seeing somebody convert at a later time mm-hmm. when they didn't grow up with it. She's like, okay, I'm doing these things. Why isn't this happening? And yeah. And yeah. it's like, because it doesn't. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Her trip back, she was There's in an accident, the yeah. car accident. And then her, she saw that bug and that bug was God in the room. T- like, how where did her. you get car accident from? Yeah. It says she was in an accident. That's why, that's why her hands were like dripping blood at the beginning. I actually did not know that. Yeah. I thought that that I thought that was a a patient or something earlier. Yeah, I thought she no, lost and she was because she was doing CPR, and then she accidentally killed a patient or, or something, something like that. Yeah. I didn't really understand. I, I didn't, I didn't get that at all either. Yeah, I figured she accidentally killed a patient or a patient died, and that affected her like crazily a lot. And I don't that, remember there being a line about a car crash. Is all I know that she was in an accident. I don't. Yeah, I, I thought just maybe the accident I just was her accidentally killing somebody, and then this time she actually killed somebody. Right. Yeah. I, uh, that was the, that was like one of my main problems too. Was like how is that connected to? I guess because that that person was old on the table. So like I thought there was some. I thought there was something that would tie in like her wanting to give up that party lifestyle because they hint at it so many times like. Oh yeah, I've seen you downtown. You used to be out at the bars all the time. And then she isn't anymore. She converts to, you know, Christianity or, or like she goes all in on that. Well, but I thought not- that was because of the traumatic event that happened to her. It was. Yeah. So she, she's like, okay, I need to change something. It wasn't, it says the very, the very first line, a nurse named Katie fails to save the life of a patient yeah, that's in her I care, meant. despite yeah. attempting CPR. Yeah. That's what I'm so, talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like, how does that, I don't really get how that's tied into the rest of it like she has flashbacks and like the bug well, is there like but when you have a patient die like that fucks you up like and so maybe it affects other people differently right yeah and i think she's like okay that was just her trying to deal with what happened and like her regular lifestyle was felt like toxic to her so she tried to dive but into religion agreed but you know that based off of your life and experience if this movie is trying to be universal and and relay mm. that message like if you mm. told me that then i would say okay she yeah she failed yeah. to save it it affected her psychologically and apparently this bug was a sign from god which didn't make sense either like why would that be because how did she, she found yeah. does it make sense though there's a lot no I mean, but that's what i'm saying is like <laughs> people they'll pull it out like oh that something like some random thing fell over when i said something it must be a sign from god I get that and I get that now, but I'm saying like in the movie, I'm just now getting that. Yeah. I should have gotten that from watching it and you don't. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Cause like I'm talking all from like experiences yeah. versus and like, thinking back on it. You're like, Oh, okay. She's just crazy. You know, she must've thought that bug was a sign from God, but you're just watching it in the moment. You're like, okay, she's looking at a bug on the ceiling. Like you don't yeah, tie those things together. The, then she had the, like one of the God gasms then. Yeah. Where the bug turns into well, that was, I'm saying the, be- the beginning, like, wasn't there like a show of like her doing that, like, and like her taking in the. I don't think so. Religion? Not in the shower when she's not in the very, I don't think in the very beginning. There, I feel like <clears throat> it wasn't. I mean, you just watched it. So. Yeah, literally. I don't think so, but I couldn't say for sure. Again, you, you're watching it and you're, you're just seeing that bug, you know, crawl 
up there. It's like a dingy, it's like a weird dingy room anyway that it starts in. So I don't know. It just seemed like something out of the blue. And yeah, but I just took it as her like reaching for anything, yeah. any kind of answer, because a lot of times when those traumatic things happen, she's at her most vulnerable. You're looking ever. for anything yeah. to help you get that off of was that. her anything that yeah. she associated it with just, God. There it is. But like, here's the other thing. She is a nurse specifically that was or that must have been a hospital right because she leaves the hospital to do in-home care yeah but anyway she's this nurse that like i don't know they have to expect like a lot of them especially the ones the patients that she starts seeing it's like when she talks to that other girl you expect them to die it's an expectation like your parent it's hospice care but she got mad when she said she expected them to die like when you're taught in school and shit they always survive. <laughs> like, right. They always survive. Like everything I learn about in school, the patient always survives. They don't always survive. And then when that doesn't happen, I remember, especially when I was in ACLS, like advanced cardiac life support, like one of the times, like we're doing all of the things like we're supposed to do, injecting the epinephrine. We're like going through the whole process. And every time before the patient came back to life, She's like, oh, the patient died. And we're like, did we mess up? Like, did we do something wrong? And she's like, no, but they don't always make it. And a lot of times they don't teach you that that doesn't happen. So I'm letting you know that most of the time they don't. So why not show? uh, Yeah. Like, it just shows. I don't know how (laughs) new she was. She seemed young. I don't actually know how old she was. So maybe that was her first patient and she's taking care and then they die. And she thought, did like, she break her sternum too? That that normally happens. Right. That's another thing that actually, that traumatized her too. Like, clearly. That's how we're taught. Like when you're in cardiac life support, you're like, yeah, you'll break the sternum probably. And like okay, again, but, if but you don't you're, what you're that. saying that like is that she is she has to be in denial about the fact that people die because yeah. when they show this person, she's like ninety year old lady or something like that. It's like yeah, I, like is she in denial? We don't know ever know that because was she always taking care of old people though? Well, what I'm saying is like if the if that is the case, if yeah. she is traumatized by the fact that this person died under her watch, like right. have it be somebody that maybe shouldn't have died, someone younger, like anything, like but then this old lady that's like bleeding out on the table, it's like yeah, that is going to happen. That's just common sense. Yeah, but I mean, any death like that does kind of affect you a lot. Yeah, I mean, even if you expect it, you're just not, it's not, I'm not saying it shouldn't affect her. What I'm saying is the, the, when you watch the movie and you see how it affects her, she does, she goes old school religion. She goes like medieval. I'm going to whip myself if I do something wrong religion. That's how crazy she goes. So just to have that be like the breaking point, that's what doesn't make as much sense. Well, like, I just felt like she was kind of unstable before, yeah, though. Like she was a social outcast. Yeah, she was always kind of the outcast, and then she's like, "Dove." We don't know that. I mean, she there was the, there was the one like thing a, where she says, "I thought you never liked me," yeah. but she's out all the time. Like, why? But drinking alone. Yeah, and just meeting. We don't know that either. Guy. The girl said she was like, "Oh, I haven't seen you in a while." Like. Just seeing her out, like they never hung out. They just saw each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she's I felt never like with she anyone. was always kind of. An <laughs> and outcast, then she was sitting yeah. outside of that group of people and like trying to get in their conversation, like laughing and stuff. Like 
That's showing that she's a yeah, social. Yeah, I think outcast. she was always that's an showing outcast. that she's crazy. Like she's weird no, now. We're crazy. I think outcast. she was like yeah. always an outcast, <laughs> and then know. she went into healthcare and gained like this bond with this old person, and then they died, and now she has no one, and that's what caused her to. That might not even. Who it. knows if that was a hospice care patient though? That might have been in the hospital. Yeah, but either way, it's like she. Like you create that bond with somebody, you're you're not watching them for a day. Like you're probably watching them. We don't shoot. know that either. We don't, but <laughs> I guess I'm drawing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the fact that there's even like a debate or whatever just shows that like it isn't clearly portrayed. Not that everything needs to be but written Joshua out for you. It. You don't have to yeah. hold your hand through everything, but the the assumptions that you have to make, and then the connections there, I don't think that there's assumptions. I mean, he mm, got it. No assumptions. It's it's not an assumption. We both felt it. Yeah. It's not a suit. It's just, it's not a assumption. Two out of three. Poll 100 people and you'll have a, a good sample size. Three is not, though. So, polls going <laughs> up on our Instagram, guys, when you watch St. Maud. Yeah, I just think that, <laughs> that for that type of like jump from her being or whatever, maybe she was an outcast, but either from going out all the time to the conversion that she makes, the stuff that they show. Shoving tacks through her feet, like when she does something wrong. But maybe she was going out all the time after that happened. Like that was her way of dealing with that first, which is getting drunk and going out and like sleeping with people. More assumptions because we don't know. <laughs> so first, so at first you're saying that's what converted her. Now you're saying that's what no, I'm she saying started that drinking either after of these that. are very <laughs> exactly possible. Like, it's possible. Sure, anything's fucking possible. But the movie doesn't show that or say that. Does it have to? No, yeah. I, what I'm saying, yeah, it, if you're going to have that stuff in there, especially that scene, because that's that's you just, know, we're I, literally I only talking about that scene, like the rest of it post all of that is better, like you get more imagery and you can draw connections and stuff like that. That's easier to see, but the point of that, like the purpose of that, that should have been better connect, tied in with the current events and I how she remember. got there why she said that she heard God's voice from that bug. That's what it wasn't a God gasm. She heard, she heard God talk to her right. through that bug. Well, that's what get, she heard his voice. That's what dove her head first into religion. She was at sure. the most vulnerable stage ever. And that was her sign. Cause she hears people, it again later. A lot yeah. of people have revelations also looked up. Uh, Which is also gross because that the bug and and she replies in Welsh. It's like, why would it be Welsh? Why not? It should be like because she the actress is Welsh. I know, I know so, she's Welsh. So who knows that that character is not Welsh? Doesn't say who the character is. So that's her her creating God's voice. I mean, it was she, actually she has a her Welsh real accent. voice, right? If it's not supernatural, it would come from her own head. It would be yeah. her own head, yeah. her own voice speaking in Welsh. And she had a Welsh accent, toned down. She is Welsh, and we know that already. Yeah, but in the movie, it doesn't too. say. You just know they're like in UK of some sort, or like yeah. Well, that's part of the UK, right? Sure, they talk like from the north, England, Scotland, and Wales. Yeah. What was the okay? So I guess moving on from that particular scene, <laughs> what were you, what were you going to say, Jacob? You said that you were interested in what we thought first. No, I mean I now I've already. Okay. Said what I was, but, but what I, is there? I was seeing where you guys were so different on. Oh, yeah. Well, what did you? I, I don't feel, think you I ever feel said like I'm on the that. same line you are. So. Yeah, that the that her 
possession is come from actually being religious instead of her past yeah. demons. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> what do you think? Is there any deeper meaning besides, I mean, what we've already talked about? Uh, no, I don't think there... I don't think it needs to be. I mean, other than just, like, the trauma and re- diving into religion? Yeah, like, you said you think it could, that there could be something else. That's what you said. And I said, no, it seems pretty simple. And you said, well, yeah, we already talked about that. We got that, the surface level yeah. of the, is there a difference between being religious and being crazy? And then what's like, you know, beyond that? I don't know. I don't think so. That's why I said I need to watch it again. <laughs> I don't think you're going to learn anything from watching yeah, it again. Maybe not. Maybe not. All right. Anything else? No. I thought it was pretty good, though. I was happy with it overall. Another A24 horror. Uh, Yeah, I don't have anything else here. All right, well, let's rate it then out of five stars. What are we saying? I gave it a four. Oh, I also gave it a four. I gave it a three. It's okay to be wrong. Yeah, you guys are wrong. I know, it's fine. (laughs) Look at the scores. You're the wrong one. Three? Maybe yeah. a three and a half. What is no. wrong? Where's the half star difference? What uh, happened this week, Kyle? You fucked up. Are you mad? <laughs> Kyle had a As rough week, apparently. Kyle's I mad. He doesn't week. that he's dating us for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm happy I got my Series X. <laughs> <laughs> I am mad though that I have to re-download everything. So it's yeah, gonna take it a year to do. You need to bring it to my <laughs> apartment. And I set everything. it up on so I can do everything from mobile. I can just oh. leave it on and do it. All right. Anyway. Uh, moving on to what else we watched. I think we have a decent amount in store. Oh shit. Yeah. Cause we got to talk about last week. Didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, where do you want to start? You want to start with something that we both watched or something that only one of us watched? Let me see how many I have. First. I, have two. I mean, most of the things I watch are for our premium. So I can't talk about that. Yeah. Other than that. Yeah. I, also two. I only have two also. I have two also. Well, one we both watched. So do you want to do we all watch? Well, one we all watched, right? Yeah. Did, Did you, you watch it? it? What? Killing of Jagged Deer? Oh, no. They were talking about you. Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah, we watched that. Oh, no, I didn't watch that. You guys can go. Okay. All right. I mean. I was going to watch that shit. Uh, I'll start with just a quick one that Kyle already talked about. I watched Paris, Texas, which I forgot to bring that shit breath today. Oh, that's okay. I already watched this one. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I try to think differently of with what Kyle got, but I, I don't see it as higher. I mean, honestly, it was very nice to look at. I loved how it looked, loved yep. it. I mean, I don't know. This is only, I need to watch, I guess it's an eighties movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. I thought it was a seventies movie. Honestly, it felt seventies <laughs> to me. Looks seventies. Yeah. But so. Paris, Texas. Beautiful movie. And that's um, it. I'm just kidding. No, part of it, what, honestly, what hurt it a lot for me was the the backwards thinking on things. Like mm-hmm. a lot of with like the girl, she's not, I guess she's kind of an escort. Yeah, like. I mean, it's well, not really, it's implied, but not really stated. Yeah, that whole like part with it, well, how he feels about her doing that, I can't relate to at all. 
I'm just not that I'm way too progressive for that. So like that whole, those parts, I'm just like, ugh, that's so back old, <laughs> such an old thinking. So it didn't work for me now, but it was beautiful look at. I love the story overall. It was really enjoyable watch and it was almost felt like this mystery. Like I was wondering, there was so much ambiguous, like that was ambiguous that left me like thinking that there's like more to it, that I'm like missing something from the beginning when he's just walking in a direction, basically that we don't have no idea what that really yeah. means. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if and they're they're like you know they're going on a search you know for most of the movie yeah it, it leaves you this like this mystery that you're just like constantly interested in knowing more about that doesn't necessarily get answered completely by the end of it maybe it does for people who've seen it more <laughs> but just watch it once and I definitely enjoyed it I definitely thought it was um very very well shot the writing was good the acting was good and i enjoyed it yeah quite a bit but i don't have too much more to say about it i i need like i definitely think this is a movie i should watch again uh but yeah i same i could not get up higher than the score i had right now and i didn't want to match exactly with where kyle was i'm like i can't why Uh, i don't know there's only 10 you know 10 options so well we're bound to match a lot. <laughs> Usually we're pretty close, but I yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay I saw right a lot, too, it, like the scores are a lot higher for it. And I'm just like, oh, I, yeah. I wasn't there. This is in a lot of people's like all time. Yeah. And I'm just, I wasn't there yet, but it's definitely a movie I could watch again. And I enjoyed it the entire time I watched it, but I wasn't, I don't see it as a four and a half or five. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I ended at four. Same. Good movie though, very good, beautiful. You want to do the one that? Um, did you watch one that we had that neither of us watched? Yeah, Psycho Gorman. Oh, you watched Psycho Gorman? Go for it. Jacob fucked up. I did fuck up. It. I forgot. Yeah, I started it too. Well, Jacob can talk about however much he, he watched. I guess. <laughs> Psycho like Gorman. Thirty minutes. Stephen Kostansky, um, relatively very small director, I guess you could say. Um, made this awesome film. <laughs> um, so basically, the story is these two, as brother and sister siblings, they find this like artifact that that like is sent down from a, another planet, and then the psycho Gorman comes to try and find the the gem or the artifact because it um, his powers are tied to it, essentially. Um, but this guy obviously loved like Power Rangers growing up, like loved the whole 80s, 90s aesthetic of like people wearing corny like suits, <laughs> you know, that made them look like whatever creature they were trying to look like. Um, but the way that this, the humor that's in this movie is like the best humor there is because it's, it's for me because it's just. It's so like the comedy is so nonchalant in this and it's not it's not like necessarily a a punchline. It's more of just like a comedic like someone's just saying something that's funny and it's that's what makes it like so much better. Like I've I haven't laughed out loud to a movie since I think The Hangover, the original one. 
and this is the first time I like physically laughed out loud to like multiple times to myself and no one's around so there's no reason for me to laugh with people either like I just watched this by myself and I was cracking up so and then know the budget of this is only a hundred grand and the suits that this guy does and these costumes that he makes are very very good for the budget and it's shot really well it's shot in that same vein of like um, the 80s 90s action superhero-esque movies um, or TV shows even but I loved it I I absolutely adored it and it was it was something that I was actually excited for and I was pleasantly surprised by it actually being as good as it was um, it was just all-around enjoyable movie and I think that everyone needs to watch it it's a shutter original but you had to pay for it which is kind of weird because I have shutter yeah, and I paid for it and didn't finish it. So. No, I paid for it. You just oh, didn't finish it. that's right. <laughs> anyway, definite must watch. 2021. <laughs> no no questions asked. It's a hilarious <laughs> movie. Um, and I gave it a four star. Yeah, I mean, I just, I started it and I, I felt like I needed to be in a different place to finish it. So <laughs> I didn't end up finishing it, but I will. And I did enjoy the beginning of what i saw it definitely i feel what you were saying about that power rangers feel i loved the part literally like the beginning of it where they're like having the two kids the brother and sister are having like a fight i get not mm. like a fight but like a play fight yeah yeah. and like the power rangers like electric guitar is going like yeah yeah, yeah. it's like 80s like yeah like and then all of a sudden that music goes away and it just shows them like it's so funny and it's i mean that's like being funny by like a cut right yeah it's not by anything that was said at all it was just funny because of the way it was cut which is very edgar right almost but then, not yeah. at all the dad was funny the, yeah. the girl was really funny and i got to the point where i saw like what you're talking about like the uh costumes and yeah the, like the council meeting or very well done hundred very grand well done yeah they shot it in like two weeks yeah <laughs> they were very cool looking and i wonder how they did it with that kind of budget wait there's a character that comes in later that's fucking hilarious yeah and <laughs> you gotta watch you gotta finish it yeah i will it gets funnier i will Okay, I'll do my movie that we none of uh, nobody else watched. I finally watched Perfect. I just want to start off by saying Perfect Plane Viewing, right? Aspect ratio is a square, so like it filled my iPad. <laughs> the whole thing. It filled my iPad, and I was like, oh, this does you know? There's no letterboxing, or it's just oh, look, letterboxing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that is a ghost story. Finally, finally, with the David Lowry film that. I don't know. You guys have been telling me to watch forever. We watched forever ago. Yeah. I can't even tell you when I logged in. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there, um, obviously you already know what it's about. It's just this guy who dies and he's kind of gets to witness really the rest of time through his, through his soul or, or ghost or whatever. And it's just him in a sheet, which is great. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Um, yeah. Super, slow um like oh excruciatingly slow <laughs> no there i love only like, one scene was excruciating no there was a lot of no, that was i the love pie eating. no i love it it's like no, challenging 
challenging shots are like, you know, uh, here's the thing is I like the pie scene more than I like other scenes that are like held on for so long because that one is like extreme. Whereas there's like some scenes where they're like in bed and it's like held on for a long time and there's like a little bit more purpose there, There's but not as much like it could have been sped up a little bit, but it really is a short movie anyway. So, I mean, you feel like some of it kind of was there like to run, drag the runtime out almost. But anyway, I still like all that. Um, or I should say the scene, the, the, the longest, most drawn out scene for no reason was the, it shows him right when he dies before sitting up. You know what I'm saying? Like it holds on that for a long time. I watched it for like a year. I remember. Yeah. It holds on it for a long time before he sits up. Right. So anyway, that's like the most like pointless use of that. Like just holding for almost no reason. Anyway. Um, yeah, I think you were saying that I would like it a lot or whatever. No, I said that. Or you would like it. I would like that. And there's one scene in particular that I love. And I'm sure you can guess. If you, I can't remember now, but I'm sure when I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, okay, it's Jacob." You remember? Uh, it's been too long. It's been too over long. a year. Yeah. Now, yeah. Okay. Uh, if I say it, you'll probably remember the party scene. The monologue from the guy, overall guy. Do you remember that? No. Oh. Okay. He basically gives a monologue about how everything that you do is. is oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. So he's playing like a game at a table or something. No, I think they're just talking. They're like sitting yeah. at a table. Well, yeah, they're sitting at the table at the kitchen table. But anyway, I love how like he says, like everybody knows Beethoven, right? And he everybody knows like his ninth symphony or whatever. But like ultimately, that it doesn't matter because no matter how long you preserve it, even if you preserved it until however long, right? The Earth will get enveloped by the sun. And then even if we're on another planet, eventually like that planet will die and so on and so forth until the whole universe is like sucked back into a, a quark. And so like literally everything you do, even if you're able to leave something that is deserving to be carried on eventually, for so long, it will, it will also fade. fade yeah. yeah. So like literally everything you do is pointless. <laughs> Just All like right. This podcast. That's the end of the show. <laughs> we're done forever. This episode is pointless. <laughs> no, we're done podcasting die. forever. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, love that like little monologue speech right there. And then I like too how he ends up going through different times even. Yeah, all the way to the future. And the dis- yeah. And the house gets destroyed and built. It's yeah. like a skyscraper. And, yeah. But ultimately, <laughs> I'm, I'm left wondering like if is it a nihilistic view or is it an optimistic view? Because when he eventually goes to the future, he gets back to the past. Like, is it saying that the universe is cyclical, which... A, some a lot of people think that like yeah as it expands when it contracts it'll just keep expanding and attracting infinitely mm. and that Let like if, if you were, if you and that if him. you were to have a I did not, consciousness that I did not take like a negative nihilistic view of it I didn't I took it as like I guess just showing <laughs> I mean everything is finite you know and you just have to but like something like I mean, it's almost like the Nolan love like goes past dimension and time, right? So there must be something different about it. Interstellar. <laughs> so like I have three technically. It just then. showed you how hey, we're talk about <laughs> it just showed you how like love can like go past that. Like 
Which he, is really like exactly what the movie does, right? Because when they, when she finds the or he finds the note or whatever, then like they both are able to move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, I loved that part. David, Low- so basically, David Lowery made this whole movie off of Nolan's emotion. <laughs> His one emotion movie. Yeah. Wait, it's over 2014. What was it? 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So probably. Because he oh, said, you love people that like, are dead. You love people that you never even met. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jacob has to pee. Cheese. There's uh. a spike. All right. Well, yeah, I don't have I don't have too much I'll say. It looked amazing. <laughs> you didn't hear that, Jacob said it looked yeah, great. Yeah, Jacob said it looked great. Um, yeah, I like uh, the music, too. There's a song in there in particular, which I shared, and it's amazing. I get overwhelmed. Banger. Banger. Oh, is that what you shared? Yeah, it's okay. from the movie. Wait, I feel like Jacob is that. Who? Oh, I think I. I think Jacob's played. No, I showed you that song. No, you didn't. Yes, I sent it to you. The song that's listened in the headphones. Yeah. I sent that song to to the group. I guarantee it. I remember distinctly. On Instagram. Or maybe no. I just shared. Maybe I just sent it to Jacob. Actually, it would have been to Jacob. <laughs> yeah, actually, it might have been. Yeah. But I distinctly remember sending that song to Jacob. Too bad you didn't send it to me or else it would have had proof that Damn it. <laughs> that you said that. You thought so you sent it in No, I think predicting I that I would like it. Is that oh, what you're saying? Thursday, March nineteenth, I got a song for you. I get overwhelmed by dark rooms. I think you'll like this song. It's from the movie. <laughs> to, I sent Jacob. It to Jacob, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So what yeah, a it's almost been an ear. Crazy. All right. Uh, I gave it a four out of five, but I have been thinking about it so much. Like it's a movie that lingers in your mind, especially like with what it's trying to say. And honestly, there's been, we watched a few, well, ones on the premium, but just like existential movies lately. I've watched quite a bit. So, but anyway, this like was so the start we were of talking, it. Jacob, while you were gone about the song I sent you that he Kyle sent the loved song. the song. Mm-hmm. I get overwhelmed. I was like, oh, I, sent, I thought I sent it to the group, but I just sent it because I you. shared it right after I watched the movie. I was like, God, this song is amazing because I saw you share it. And I was like, this song <laughs> looks very familiar. I was like, I yeah. know that song. I thought Banger. it was on the playlist. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but but it was from that. From that movie. All right. Well, that's it for solo movies. I think you you guys my, my biggest gripe with that movie was it felt Pie. as it felt really long for the actual length. It was only like an hour and a half. I mean, that was the, I don't think it felt long. I thought it felt I, really long. I told you some <laughs> of those scenes felt long, but it also Jacob, it was only, it was twenty four forty to thirty one ten was the pie scene. If you wanted to know, yeah, that was the Five, actual six minutes. Time. It's not bad. But David Lowry also said explicitly saying this is the check. This is the point of no return. He likes doing that in movies. He likes putting a, a timestamp and say you're either in or out at this point in time. Oh, I was in. I was in until that scene <laughs> and then I got back in. <laughs> no, I was fully in, but it was long. But he did. He did. It was. I mean, it didn't hurt that much for me, but it was definitely long. It's challenging. So yeah. I like bring it. All right. You guys want to do. Place Beyond the Pines? Yes. I, I can I, add a I little mean, bit. I've, I haven't watched it in a while. Yeah, we so. love I mean, we're notorious for right. loving this film. Place Beyond the Pines, yeah, we've talked about talking. it a lot. So Kyle and I obviously love this. We think it's a, an amazing, perfect film. But 
Jacob just recently watched it. For the first time. Jacob and I went on a binge Finally. Of, of our premium. <laughs> so we watched like six watched movies six in two days. Six movies. No, we watched five in a six in a day. Five in one five in a day. Five in one day. Five in a day. Because yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. But anyway, I wanna I'm we're interested to see why Jacob didn't give it the score that we gave it. The score it deserves. The score it definitely deserves, yes. Where's I'm your more gripes? interested in why I mean, like it was great. I loved it, but it's still I don't know, it did not feel like that extra little. It's like three movies in one. It's no, it's one movie. Like they do not make epics anymore, right? Like think about like or like the time setting for epics, right? If you think about like an epic film, it's always like a biblical epic or like a, you know, medieval epic where it's, you know, it's always in the past. This is like a modern epic that spans three generations or however or two generations like but it's set in modern day it's so and they tie together or is it three is it three three acts it's three acts but generations i'm saying it's like that this kid yeah anyway no, it's like i technically mean like two generations yeah technically two but it's like three acts but anyway they tie together like so perfectly i think like a lot of people dislike the third act kind of but i love how it's like you, it doesn't like say like the fact that they are related to and they I don't know it just feels kind of like like this fate brings them together like these kids and like, like an their epic. dads are tied together and like they are bound to be tied together somehow yeah and it, they had no no way they could have this was not planned it just happened right yeah like he just happened to have an open table and he sat at it yeah and then they like it just it was just felt like I mean that's what kind of hurt it for me honestly why it felt so like like it did not feel random to me it felt like oh, we didn't say it was course. random we're saying it it was made it seem like it it had to happen but that's I don't know it just I mean honestly one of the biggest gripes is the kid I hated. I did not like him. You hate him. Dane Don or yeah. the other one? Not, I don't know his name. Not Dane Don. Uh, Guy with the okay. accent. Yeah, yeah, the Brooklyn accent. Yeah, it was a, oof. He was the yeah. worst part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I could see like his, I hated, I could see like, you, his scenes. Emery Cohen. But he's supposed to be like his dad, like, or like, look at where he comes from, right? He's the, he's like the rich upper middle class brat. So like, I mean, he's supposed to be that way. Are you saying like the performance was bad? Because yeah. I thought, but he is supposed to be annoying and like, like yeah, that. and it was okay. But no, I'm not <laughs> saying it. I still loved the movie. I'm just saying when it got to that third generation, I'm just like, really, like they having to be connected this far out. This when it went from like the first, you know, him dying to the police officer i'm like whoa it just totally switched to a completely different story like that was awesome when i did it the third time i'm like okay this is like kind of pushing it a bit no <laughs> disagree completely <laughs> and honestly it was mostly just that character just annoyed me that knocked it down a half a star was one character yeah a full what no from he, what no, i remember it was a half. you remember wrong I wasn't you shared. That far off. I thought okay. No, look again. Mm, I could look letterbox. That doesn't mean you Go didn't ahead. edit it. I didn't. Okay. He knows. No, he didn't edit. Okay. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. You <laughs> screenshotted it, didn't you? And sent it to him. Uh oh yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Go ahead. Pull look at up. it. Bring right, that up, Kyle. Keep talking. 
Yeah, no, it literally was not a lot. And I definitely, this is so rewatchable. This is a movie that oh, was, I think how long? It it's pretty like long. 2 11. Yeah, and I definitely feel like I could watch this again right now. Yeah. Like it flowed great. The pacing was great. Hour four, or 140, 2.20. Yeah, like, yeah. The pacing was great. And I think that had to do with the three acts because it felt fresh every time. Yeah, like I don't think it really dragged too much in any part. No, I can say mostly, yeah, the pacing was like, I definitely could watch this again like tomorrow and would enjoy it. <laughs> it did not feel too long. It maybe dragged just a tiny bit, but it's almost inconsequential. It did not affect my score of it. Yeah, it was very well paced. I was interested the whole time in where it was going and I liked where it ended. Just honestly, mostly that one performance just... Well, I know he's actually from Brooklyn, though, right? That's his he's accent. He's from like Long Island, yeah, or something. Yeah. So, but it just felt. Yeah, because you haven't. Have you? Did you watch Hot Summer Nights? No. Okay, he's in that too. It just felt so over the top compared to the rest of the movie to me. I need to rewatch that. Hot Summer Nights. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I think I was similar on your score. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it was beautiful. It was written well. It was acted well. Like I don't have any other complaints. He's from New York. Yeah. New York City. Yeah, but except him. <laughs> that was it. It was enough. Yeah, it was four and a half. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's so shit. Okay, whatever. Should be a five. So Although I gave it Jacob a four and a half. Room to grow. Well, okay, whatever. That's not like it's a far off score from you. Like you thought it was a full start out. Yeah, but when this is going to be up there in the top 100, you know what it should be. They probably would still make that list right now. For you? We'll if you see. have any four and a halfs on your top 100, I will slit your throat. I don't have that many fives yet. <laughs> I'm too critical for five stars. You yeah, start watching a lot, about 100 movies. No, <laughs> so at this pace, I need to watch about 100 movies. Yeah, about 70 more movies. <laughs> you ready, Jacob, to discuss Killing of a Sacred Deer? Which I we, mean, I did. Which I rewatched. Didn't you already talk it? about it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I did well, I talk about it, a lot. Actually. I watched it immediately after. It was a whole discussion. You if you don't recall. <laughs> well, anyway, I re I, I rewatched it. it right after, and it's amazing. Cool. I guess I don't have to talk about it then. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. that's it. How do you not remember? I talked a lot about that. Yeah, the, I remember that because he talked about how he loved the Greek mythology of it. Yep. Yeah. It's all come back. This was two weeks ago. <laughs> you know how bad my memory is. Give it's me true. some. Cut me some slack. All yeah, right. the only other thing I watched was Interstellar. Six out of five. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gave a five with a like, so. What? Oh, no. I was talking about Interstellar. Oh. Six out of five. Yeah. No, I just they're bought both, the 4K. They're both six out yeah, of they're both. <laughs> yeah, 4K Ultra HD. Also fair. Wait, I do want to know that. How was that? The 4K. Amazing. Yeah. You have to, it does switch between your two uh, aspect ratios. Uh, that hurts a little bit. For no, me. it doesn't. That hurt at Dunkirk for me, for sure. But, but Dunkirk from what I remember, different. yeah, like it's it's almost more like every time you think that it should be an IMAX, it is. Every time you think that it shouldn't be it, like if you can fall into that at the same kind of. Mm-hmm. But I think Dunkirk was it's a little cutting more between egregious. like space, you know, like grandiose, and, and then, then like inside human, of you know, so yeah, it fits, like it yeah. makes sense. That but like more every than Dunkirk. the, the yeah. big the best scenes that you think about in Interstellar are in 4K. Yeah. 
IMAX full screen. I feel like OLED would make. I'm sure that the, even the other glass. ones though were. Oh, they converted great, to 4K. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like you could tell when there was the difference in those scenes, you man. The docking watch scene. Again. I'm gonna have to. I might have to borrow that from you. And I do have to say, note on on Nolan's. Uh, he got flagged for it that there wasn't emotion, but uh, Emma <laughs> teared up, started crying at the end of the movie. So Nolan caused a tear. She dropped tear. She dropped, dropped tear. Thanks to Nolan. <laughs> that movie, I mean, it's just a perfect, it's perfect. It's literally perfect. The score, and then score, I had it like cranked up, and it was just like, boom, like in your, oh, it's such a good movie. Yeah, it is. Like, I could watch it again, like, tonight. I could. <laughs> like, and I just watched it like three days ago. It's very good. All right. I think that's it for that's what else we watched. Almost three hours, and it feels like. Yeah, it's great. It's paced well. Anything else for you guys? Nope. Cool. Don't think so. Okay, so next week we were, were are planning on reviewing Minari and Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yep. Going to be a banger. Minari has yeah. been on my list for a long time. Jacob will I have be a here. postcard from it from That's when I bought this. <laughs> yeah, I when I bought this shirt, it came with a... It's like a postcard of Minari. Jacob won't be here next week, though, so we we're probably going to have a guest so to I discuss those. I just get to those. watch it myself. And yep. We can uh, we'll phone you in, maybe get a couple thoughts, your general thoughts, and then get hola. zip you out. <laughs> we'll just have to discuss them uh, the week after, or you can give your two cents the week after. And then, yeah, we got we got a lot of good bangers coming up. Coming up. Yeah, yeah there's so lots of strong movies coming month. out. Yeah. A lot of good ones. So two that'll months. be next week. Anything else? Is that nope. it? Nope. All right. If you want to send us a comment or question, you can uh, send us an email over at sudsandcinemapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at sudsandcinemapodcast. I am on Letterboxd and Untapped at The KG Project. I'm on both of those as JSAL517. That's J-S-A-L-517. I'm on both platforms at Josh underscore Saldana. All right. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. English. It's from her. So I'm here to settle it once and for all. Okay, people. My name is not Zendaya. My name is Zendaya. Yes! Chug that bitch. Chug it. Chug it. Thanks, Zen. From I didn't think that, that was photoshopped. From her, her mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's Zendaya. Drink up, bitch. Well, boys, it was fun. Well, it lasted. <laughs>